makes you stronger, stand a little taller, doesn't mean I'm lonely when I'm alone. Oh man, whatever happened to that song? Whatever happened to Kelly Clarkson? (laughs) Uh, Don't mind me over here. I am just Sarah Klein, your business coach and host of the Start Your Business with Sarah Klein podcast. Here we are sitting down for another episode. (laughs) Oh man, how are you guys doing? Clearly I am in a great mood. I have just been having back-to-back incredible sessions with my clients, which is so fun, especially coming back from a vacation. I was in vacation in North Carolina all of last week. And you know what, y'all? I did nothing. Nothing. I did absolutely nothing while on vacation except sit on the beach, read trashy books, and talk with my friends. And it was such a delight. But you know what's so interesting? I got back and my very first day back in the office, I had a call with one of my coaches And she was like, yeah, tell me what's going on. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to say in this call because I've been on vacation for a week doing nothing. What am I even going to say? And yet so many things had clicked for me subconsciously. I was just updating her thing after thing after thing with all of these things that in my mind just clicked into place. A lot of clarity, a lot of focus, a lot of just up-leveling and how I see myself and think of myself. So y'all, you know what? That is the true power of giving yourself rest time. Because a lot of your subconscious processing gets to happen while you're resting. It's so important. Um, So if you haven't taken a vacation this year, (laughs) even if it's just a staycation, y'all, I highly recommend it. (laughs) Also, while on vacation, I spent a lot of time tuning into my future self and my future life. Do you do that for yourself? Like, let's, before we even get into the main episode, let's just take a beat here. Do you let yourself tune into what your future self and future life look like, feel like, act like in specificity? And you know what? I was very surprised to realize that I actually wasn't. Like, I was not really giving myself the time and the space to let myself think ahead more than thinking about my past. So here's a hint to help you really see if you're giving yourself time to tune into your future self. Do, let's just say, imagine you've achieved your business goal. What does that mean for you? Not for the world. I mean, of course, the world's going to get amazing things. Amazing things. But let's just say, for now, let's just start with you. What are you specifically going to get when you earn the money that you want? When you hit the business goals that you want? When you've created the time that you want? What does your life look like? What are you doing throughout the day? 
when I first started thinking about that vacation while I was on vacation, I'm sorry, word jargon. When I first started thinking about that question while I was on vacation, I literally drew a blank. I couldn't even think of an answer. And I realized it's because I was spending so much time thinking about what I've done in the past, my past career, my past amount of money I made last year compared to this year, my past, my past, my past. And y'all, I want you, this is your sign, to shift your focus away from your past and instead to envision with specificity what your day is going to look like for your future self a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, when you've made the money and hit all the business goals that you want. And just spend time envisioning that for yourself on a regular freaking basis. Okay, with that, how about let's hop into this episode? How about let's talk into the meat of things all about anxiety? So, I know that we live in a day and age where anxiety is pretty much an epidemic. Like, whether, like, you're a business owner, of course you're feeling anxiety. You're working a job, you're probably feeling anxiety. You have children, you're feeling anxiety. You have this, you have that. Like, all of us are feeling this uncomfortable emotion and... The question is, like, how do we not let it take over and just throw us off our game? Usually, when you're feeling this chronic sense of anxiety, three, there are three really important things to keep in mind. Here's why it's happening, okay? Here's why it's happening. One, number one, you're feeling anxiety because it's natural. That could be one thing. I mean, and we're going to get, of course, don't worry, y'all. The point of this episode, I'm not just going to be like, oh, you have anxiety? Great. It's natural. Okay, bye. Mic drop. <laughs> don't worry. I'm not going to do that to you. <laughs> but we have to start the conversation here because a lot of us are out here making certain feelings a problem. We make fear a problem. We make anxiety a problem. We make nervous a problem. We make um embarrassed a problem and because of that we spend so much time and energy trying to distract ourselves pivot directions do anything to keep us from feeling these emotions that are uncomfortable and then when we do feel them we make it a problem which reinforces feeling that same problem over and over and over again So listen, I'm going to tell you right now, spoiler alert, there's nothing you can change in your life that's going to stop you from feeling anxious ever again. Even if it's your least favorite feeling in the world, feeling anxious is going to come up in the journey of your life. It's a part of your life. No matter what you do with your business, no matter what you do, no matter what decisions you make, you're always going to feel anxiety sometimes. So we have to start there with acknowledging like even if it feels icky, it's it's like it's like you can't go the rest of your life without getting bit by a mosquito. Sure, it's going to itch. Sure, it's uncomfortable. But like it's going to happen because there's mosquitoes on the planet Earth. There are chemicals in your brain that are going to fire off and make you feel the emotion of anxiety. Nothing wrong with that. Now, here's 
one of the reasons that this is something that must be said too just because it's natural doesn't mean that we have to be feeling it all the time so if you're somebody who's been feeling chronic sense of senses of anxiety like you're waking up with it all the time and it just keeps coming back for you coming back for you here's the second point about anxiety a lot of times it is a sandwich emotion what's a sandwich emotion A sandwich emotion, and I'm completely making this phrase up, y'all, but (laughs) I'm not making up the concept, but I'm making up the phrase sandwich emotion. A sandwich emotion is something that you are feeling and clinging to to keep yourself from feeling something else. So a lot of times when I work with entrepreneurs who are feeling chronically anxious, the anxiety is sandwiching another emotion. And the way that I like to find out what that other emotion is, is I ask them, okay, what's the worst case scenario that could happen here? What is the worst case for you? And then imagine that that worst case happens. What feeling would come up for you? That feeling is what your brain is trying to avoid at all costs. So it's firing up the sandwich emotion of anxiety to keep you from feeling the worst case scenario emotion. So for example, for me, let's give an example for my own life, because of course I have felt anxious just like you, just like every other person in the world. Um, Like, one of my worst case scenario emotions is feeling hopeless. Like, oh my gosh, what if I do my fail plan, I do all my things, and it doesn't work, and then I don't know what else to do. To me, in my brain, that is my brain's, you know, like drama, worst case scenario, I would feel hopeless. I would feel very stuck. So to avoid feeling stuck, to avoid feeling hopeless, to avoid that worst case scenario, my brain likes to fire up anxiety to keep me from taking action to prevent the worst case scenario in my brain from playing out or have the possibility of playing out. So that anxiety keeps me immobile, that anxiety keeps me on the couch eating potato chips and that anxiety sandwiches me from feeling hopeless, stuck, and the worst case scenario. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense for you. Okay. So the third really important point about anxiety is here's another key reason why we feel anxious. We believe our brain's BS. Here's the thing we have to understand about your brain. Your brain, my brain, all of our human brains have evolved to look for problems. This is actually a good thing because it's helped our species stay alive for however many bajillions of years. (laughs) Clearly I'm a coach, y'all, not um, an anthropologist or evolutionary biologist. Our brains have evolved to look for problems. So, you know, maybe thousands and thousands of years ago that kept homo sapiens homo sapiens alive on the savannah you know like oh look 
you're very sensitive to, oh, there may be a tiger over here. There may be a lion over here. Maybe we should climb up this tree to take shelter and be safe. In 2022, in our current day and age, that piece of our brain, it's like we don't have the same sorts of lion-tiger survival problems that existed on the savanna, so our brain likes to invent them. Our brain is like, oh, that could be a problem, and then that could be a problem, and then maybe that could be a problem, and then maybe we should do that, and that, and that, and that, and and this, and that, and that, and that, and then, whew, oh my gosh, I feel anxious just saying that out loud, don't you? Sheesh. So, our br- your brain is going to give you a lot of fake problems, a lot of BS. And you could be feeling anxiety because you're believing that the fake problems are true. And I even just posted on my Instagram today, actually, like a quick little video while I was drinking breakfast, drinking breakfast, because you guys know I love my smoothies, okay? I drink my breakfast. Yes, you heard that correctly. (laughs) When I was drinking my breakfast, I recorded a quick little video because I know coming out of a holiday weekend, a lot of people are probably feeling that chronic anxiety and their brain is probably coming back from vacation and just spotting all the problems, and that doesn't mean the problems are real. That just means your brain is, has evolved to look for problems and is just doing it and making up problems. And the way you get out of that is not by trying to chase after those problems and solve them. It is by calling your brain on its BS and going, okay, I see what this is. This is just my brain having evolved to spot a lot of problems. Actually, everything is fine. Okay. So those are three key like reasons why you're feeling anxiety. Reason one, anxiety is natural. Reason two, it's a sandwich emotion keeping you from feeling something else. And then reason three is it's just coming about because you're believing problems exist when they don't really exist. So how can you help yourself reduce the intensity of your anxiety and not have it kind of just constantly chronically in the background because like I said earlier anxiety is a natural emotion like you're gonna feel it in your life but that doesn't mean you have to feel it all the time and it doesn't mean you have to feel it intensely all the time so here's how we help bring down the intensity and keep and 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 loosen the valve so you're not feeling it all the time Imagine a kid crying on a playground. What would you do? If you're anything like me, you would probably, step one, you wouldn't judge them. You wouldn't be like, oh, like what a terrible kid. You're crying on the playground. I mean, hopefully you wouldn't do that. So that's thing one. You would not judge the, you would not judge the kid. You would probably ask them what's wrong. You'd hear them out. You'd... Even if, you know, even if it's, y'all, I used to be a teacher and I, kids would cry about, from my perspective, I'd be like, really? But, you know, for them, it's very real. You would ask them what's wrong. You'd let, you'd hear them out as they share it with you. Maybe you'd rub their back. You know, you would, you would just help them calm down, help them just de-escalate and help them stop crying. You know, when I was a teacher, we'd, we'd, um, you know, we'd be like, we'd walk a kid to the bathroom to splash their face with water. Oh, that one, that, that still helps me a lot even to this day. You would listen, 
you would comfort them, and you would let them get back to stable before getting back to work. And by work, I mean school. (laughs) You see where I'm going here, y'all, because we can use the model of how you would comfort a kid on the playground for how to comfort yourself. You would not tell a kid, like, get back to work, little Billy. Like, oh my goodness, you'd be so mean. (laughs) And I'm laughing about it here on the podcast with you, but the reality is that's how a lot of us talk to ourselves. It's like you're feeling anxious, like back to the nose grind. Like we're never going to achieve what we want to achieve if we don't just keep going. Instead of really taking a step back and acknowledging, okay, listen, if you're anything like me, You love your business. You love what you do. You became an entrepreneur for a reason. Like, what is the freaking rush, y'all? Okay, seriously, what is the rush? Like, yes, we want to challenge ourselves. Yes, the sky is the limit. Yes, let's go after big goals. But not because we're going to beat ourselves up if we don't achieve them on the timeline we envision. Absolutely not. We do it because we love this journey. And if you love this journey, so what if it takes longer than you initially thought? I, this is actually totally a sidetrack, but we have to go here. When I, in my past businesses, I would do this thing where I would say, oh, if I don't achieve my business goal, like, okay, I'll, I'll make this, deci- I'll make XYZ decision with my business. Like I'm selling something or whatever. I'd say like, and if I don't hit my goal by X time, I'll just go back to my corporate job. Even with brand cake in the beginning, I was like, listen, if I don't make a certain amount of money within my first six months, I'm just going to give it up and just go back to my corporate job. And I realized in retrospect that that sort of like timelined attitude about my business made it very stressful, counterintuitively slowed me down. And then whenever a natural failure happened in my business because listen failure is a natural part of business it's a natural part of life I made it mean something major and I would just undo all my progress I had made in my business and just go back to my previous life as like a tech professional in the workforce versus I mean I'm telling you y'all like this year I have a goal in my business to make over six figures and honestly I'm like It's definitely happening. I mean, you guys should see my numbers. It's like definitely happening. But even if it didn't, I wouldn't go, oh, Sarah, you didn't hit that goal. It's time to go back to the workforce. Like, okay, Sarah, you didn't hit that. Time's up. Time to go back to working in tech. I would not do that to myself because I have an infinite timeline. So, okay, bringing it back to your anxiety. (laughs) The point is, like, don't beat yourself up with rules that you've just made up for no good reason other than just to make them up. Like, just don't do it. So treat yourself when you're feeling anxious or feeling any sort of strong, uncomfortable emotion like you would treat that kid crying in the schoolyard, crying in the playground. Step one, don't judge yourself. All your feelings are natural, okay? It's not like your feelings are hot Cheetos and you should eat less of them. (laughs) your anxiety is not hot cheetos you don't have to have like you don't you know okay i don't know where this metaphor is going but you guys get the point step one don't judge yourself step two ask yourself what's wrong 
even if it doesn't make any logical sense. This is super important, y'all. One of my favorite exercises I like to do and that I recommend to my clients, it's something called a thought download. It's from the Life Coach School by Brooke Castillo. A thought download, it's very simple. You give yourself a constrained amount of time and you just let your brain speak. You let all the BS out onto a paper. You could put, if you don't like writing, you could even talk it into a voice memo. It's very important, though, to put a time limit on it, you know, even like two minutes. Because you're, remember how your brain has evolved to be a problem spotter? If you just let your brain keep going, it's just going to keep going and finding tons of bullshit. So, oh my gosh, I'm sorry if anybody has a child in the car. Um, whoops. It's going to just keep evolving and giving you lots of BS. So um, set that timer, do a thought download, ask yourself what's wrong, and just write down all the things that are concerning you. Now, here's very important. Like, I also like to do something, and this I've actually made up. This is not by Christie and the Life Coach School. It's kind of a little addendum. While I'm doing this, I also just like to make a note on my paper of what I call a feelings download. So I check in with how my body is feeling. I'll write down things like, okay, my chest is feeling really tight or like my arms feel really loose. And I also like to ask myself, okay, what do I need right now? What does my spirit need right now? What does my body need right now? This is the equivalent of if you saw a crying child in the playground, you would go and rub their back. Maybe for you being, you know, an anxious adult business owner, it's maybe you need a glass of water. Maybe you need to stretch. Maybe you need to take a walk around the block, do some yoga, lay on the floor, just like eat some french fries, like whatever you you need to do. And I can't decide for you. It has to be you in that moment. Check in with yourself. What does your spirit, what does your body need? So coming back to your thought download where you're listening to yourself, looking at all the BS that's coming up. Now this, this is extremely powerful, Okay. You're going to look at what you wrote, and I want you to label anything that is extreme drama queen. So anything that is like every time, or never, or always, or nobody, that is extreme drama queen. Anything, anything that your brain is trying to tell you that's just like extreme and dramatic, you can immediately spot that as, okay, that's not real. The dramatic extremes are never real. That is just your brain giving you problem spotting BS. So I'll give you some examples too because I literally did this exercise previously. I mean, I do it all the time. And I have here in my notebook just to give you an example of what I'm talking about here. So one of mine, <laughs> oh, it's funny looking at it once you have it on a paper. One of mine is, oh, are you guys ready? My brain said during my thought download this morning, I just want to have a shiny business with money coming in while I sleep so I can get rich quick and spend the rest of my life on a yacht partying with the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> that is an extreme drama queen. Another one that maybe is less, you know, because obviously we can laugh at that one. Oh, this is another one that I realized when I really asked my brain, what's wrong? Why am I feeling this? I wrote down, oh, the end of the day, I'm just annoyed that I have to work. Yeah, of course. 
I, I also, you know, of course, obviously I label that EDQ extreme dramatic queen and you can just cross that off kind of smile at yourself in the same way that a crying kid on the playground may be crying because you're like what does this even mean okay so once you spot your edqs cross them out like then what i like to do is for anything remaining anything remaining i do what i call a remix and this is where you just reframe it for yourself walk yourself through a reframe And at this point, you're probably only going to have to reframe a small amount of things because your brain has probably just been giving you a lot of dramatic BS. So even that is going to help you feel a lot more light and a lot more lifted. Okay, so that is pretty much the meat of our episode, y'all. I hope that helps you know what to do next time you're feeling that chronic anxiety especially if you're like me and you just tend to wake up with it in the morning honestly y'all that's really natural again that just goes back to your brain loving to spot problems even when they don't exist so listen to this episode listen to it multiple times save it try out some of the exercises i shared and let me know what you think on instagram at brandcake.biz and of course for those of you who are looking for a business coach Y'all, I have three spots left for the year, so no time like today to get into my discovery call calendar. You can find the link at calendly.com slash brandcake.biz. Wait, is it brandcake.biz or brandcake? Oh my gosh. Can you guys tell that I'm just back from vacation? Anyway, the point is, it is in the episode description of this podcast episode. You can book your discovery call there, and I cannot wait to accelerate you towards your business goals. All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye.